Hello and welcome to Coach Rich Rants, real takes, raw feedback, unedited and unscripted views of what's happening in youth sports, in soccer, both in the U.S. and in my local community. I will be bringing to you different takes from the perspective of either a parent of an athlete, of a player, of a coach, or as a club director and administrator. Having worn every one of those hats, I'll try to bring to you these takes from each of those perspectives. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Coach Rich Rants. This uh, edition is specifically targeted to the athlete themselves, and it's really about mindset and the ability of a player to reach his or her potential. Um, a really good coach's goal should be primarily to enable each of the athletes they train to reach their individual potential. And that doesn't necessarily translate into team goals or success, but really for each player to reach their potential individually, whether that's through athletic performance, whether that's through results, or even them developing their own leadership skills and capabilities um, to carry forward for the other parts of their lives. Or it could even be learning how to play well with others on a team and be a follower. So it's really all about what is the ability for each of the athletes and, and what can they do. And one of the things that's often not talked about um, in sports and in athletics is really mental training. Um, I myself have a daughter who's a gymnast and they do a lot of work in, in the mental training part. They create goals for themselves. They have mental training on frequent occasions. And I've seen an unbelievable difference in my daughter as not only an athlete, but as a person in terms of the level of confidence that she has because she is so goal oriented. Um, I look at my son who plays in the U.S. Development Academy system in soccer, and he's got a lot of um, confidence uh, himself. But I would say that um, he's more of a of a sheer will will kind of a person than really a I would call sophisticated mental um, athlete. My daughter, on the other hand, is mentally trained and therefore has very strong mental capabilities. And my son is more just he's very competitive and by sheer will or sheer will, um, will, um, will try to achieve and reach his potential because of his determination. And it's not necessarily mental toughness. Um, and in each have their own traits and, and they're all, and they're both different. And a lot of athletes are the same, but a big part of the mindset and mindset training is really to help an athlete reach their potential by having them even believe in themselves. And, you know, as a coach, one of your roles is really to provide encouragement um, provide the positive reinforcement and the challenges that an athlete could then go through to really help um, reach their own potential. And so I'm going to turn it to the athlete now from the coach and talk about some tips that an athlete can follow, you know, to believe and realize their own potential. So, you know, every person in the world has dreams, they have aspirations, um, and very few people really are aware of their own potential. So it's kind of hard to see, you know, the really good and admirable traits that a person has in themselves, just like in their faults, right? So believing in their own potential is a crucial part of developing their self-confidence. So from an athlete's perspective, you've got to believe in yourself and you've got to do so to help you reach your potential. And that will also improve your self-confidence. Um, but to really achieve it all um, – to, and understand what the athlete is capable of and you as an athlete are capable of, you really have to believe in the potential that you have. 
Um, you can help you try different things. It can help you challenge yourself. It can help you take the risks um, that could lead to success. And there's a couple of things I think are really helpful that you should consider if you really want to determine if or not you can believe in your own potential. So first thing I think you need to do is spend some time in self-reflection. And that really means, you know, don't think about how great you are, but really think about yourself. You know, determine your own potential is really about understanding yourself first. So ask yourself what you're capable of. You know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, what do people find admirable about you? And the time that you spend really determining your potential is going to be really valuable because it will really determine who you are as a person in in terms of helping you to achieve your potential. And there's a couple of things that you need to focus on very simply. Number one, what is your potential overall? Two, what is it that you want to achieve? So are we really are you creating goals for yourself? Um, three, is this a goal that's purely aspirational or is it something that you really think you can achieve? And, and there's a lot that, to be said for creating goals that are um, attainable and realistic, but there's also a lot to be said for if it is your dream, you've got to set really high goals and high standards or else you'll never get there because you could achieve your dreams. And if your dreams aren't high enough, then you really aren't reaching your potential. So the next thing you ask yourself after you determine what your potential is, what it is you want to achieve and whether or not you believe you can achieve it is what are you going to do if you get there? So what do you and how do you want to use and what do you want to do with this potential? So if you focus on those things and those questions, it's really going to help you determine what you're capable of. And you want to write down um, what you see. So figure out what your real true potential is and write it down. You know, take a journal, take a note, put it on a whiteboard, put it on a bulletin board, write it on a note in your phone, wherever it is. List the qualities that you have and the skills that it takes to reach your potential and write it down so you know what it is. And then you need to study the list, put it somewhere where you can see it. And whenever you feel yourself doubting yourself, whenever you're struggling, whenever you're really uh, realizing a challenge, like take a look at the list and really focus on why the list was put together in the first place. And that will really put the ability to reach your potential back in the forefront of your mind. It will really help you believe in your potential because you're actually seeing it in writing. Um, so make sure that you do that. Um, so you write it down and then you review and then prove your potential to yourself. Um, so if you really believe in something, then you actually need to see it. And, and so that it extends to why you believe in yourself. You know, a great way to truly believe in your potential is to prove you actually have it and act on it. You know, challenge yourself by pushing the limits, pushing yourself, pushing to see just how far you can go. And that can be, especially in sports, that can be um, a time. It could be a result. It could be an event. It could be playing time. It could be anything associated with your goal or your dream. That challenge that you put to yourself and, and you know, in many in the business world would call that a target. So what are your targets? to help you achieve your objectives that will lead to your the attainment of your goals. So as an athlete and as a player, you want to create challenges for yourself and create what I would call in the professional world a challenge-based lifestyle. So I want to build my lifestyle based on challenges where I'm setting challenges for myself and that will help me realize my potential. So you've got to create that for yourself and attain, uh, attain that. And one way that you can do that 
is by documenting those challenges and giving yourself a time frame for which to accomplish that challenge. And then as you challenge, after you complete that challenge, you check it off the list, keep it handy so you can go back and reflect upon it later. And then you can create that next challenge for yourself. If you fail to meet that challenge, then you can do what people do in uh, personal development, which is called course correction. You know, what was it about that challenge or that goal that I wasn't able to achieve? Is there something that I can do different this time that will allow me to meet that goal? And you're constantly then in a situation where you're challenging yourself and you're pushing yourself. Okay. Another way that you can reach your potential is by putting yourself around others that make you better or that push you to be better. Again, this is there are life lessons to be learned in all of this. Uh, and as an athlete trying to reach goals and reach highest potential, you can surround yourself with other athletes and other players that have similar mindsets in terms of realizing their potential. Now, that's going to happen naturally in a team setting on the teams that you're on. But outside of that team or even within that team, you need to create your what I would call board of directors or your little um, society of like-minded people that you want to associate with. Um, the statistics are that you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you as an athlete are spending your time with five people, you become that average. So think about where you would put yourself. Think about the goals that you have and the potential you're trying to realize. And then those people that you're hanging out with, are they also of similar mindset? And are they also people that are trying to realize very high potential goals. So when you're 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, maybe that's not as important, right? And it isn't. But as you come to the high school age, as you become a teenager, and as you're looking to compete in high school, maybe compete in college athletics, and especially if you're trying to um, compete beyond that, you know, you want to put yourself in an environment around people with a similar mindset, with similar goals and aspirations, who are doing the similar types of things that you need to do to help you reach your potential. And so if you surround yourself with those people, whether that would be peers or coaches or teachers or trainers or somebody's whose goal it is to help you get where you want to be, I think you're in good shape. And if you in your peer group and your friends are hanging out with people that push you to be your best, that support you in the attainment of your goals and your dreams – that will become who you are. So to recap, think about this. If you want to reach your potential as an athlete, the first thing you need to do is determine what your potential is, number one. Number two, do you actually believe in your ability to reach your own potential? That's really important. Once you determine what your potential is, you've got to write that down. After you've written it down, then you've got to prove it to yourself by challenging yourself by creating milestones or creating targets that are all going to help you reach your potential. And then the last is finding those to associate with that will allow you to reach your potential because they're in support of your goals, of your potential, and or are actually helping you reach your potential. So parents, if you're listening to this, share this with your kids. I don't think it's ever too early um, to get this kind of um, advice in terms of really determining what your potential is in life. And it's not just sport. It's really anything. It could be with your classwork and schoolwork. It could be uh, at your job. If you have a job and you're a teenager, it could be um, 
really anything. It can be with a musical instrument. It can be with your artwork. It could be with any project that you do. It really is about having a mindset that says, I want to be the best that I can be and do my best at this particular, in this particular endeavor in my life. These are the goals that I have for myself. These are the challenges that I'm going to put in front of myself to help me realize that. I'm going to go back and reflect and report and course correct when needed to ensure that I'm still on path or on track or even completely course correct to go into a different direction. And then I'm going to surround myself with those that can help me get there. So that's it, parents. That's it, athletes. It's a short one this week. It's really more on the mindset piece and the mental training piece. Uh, it's not very controversial, obviously, but hopefully you'll find this to be helpful. And why are you doing something if you really don't have an outcome in mind? What is the point of training? What is the point of playing on a team? And if that potential is just to have fun and socially interact, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you have a higher aspiration than that, there's nothing wrong with that either. And so there's no right or wrong in term in determining what your potential is. But what would be wrong would for you as an athlete to not really try to determine what you're capable of and then setting out some pathways to get to where you want to go. So thanks again for listening. Feel free to share this with others. Feel free to comment, um, like it, subscribe to it. Um, provide a rating if you'd like. Uh, I haven't had anybody rate it anything so far because really I haven't had that many um, podcasts, only about uh, 10 or 11. So I think this may be number 12 or number 13. I'm not sure. Uh, but I am going to uh, next week um, focus a little bit on the differentiation of players at the highest level, which typically comes down to decision making and speed of play. And I'm going to break that down a bit uh, in the next episode, which will be coming out next week. I do want to do a little bit more research first. I have an opinion, but I also want to do it based on some research. And my opinion is contrary to a little bit of research that I've done in some areas. Uh, and that's really about the approach that is being recommended that we take in, in U.S. youth soccer training systems. Um, so I'd like to counter that a little bit uh, only because I've seen something work for the last 10 years. And I think it's very dangerous to quickly do such a big drastic change in the way we approach things without really having a good sample size of people that have gone through that. Um, and it's a potential, just like everything else, that when you go off in a direction based on what the experts say and you don't have any empirical evidence to support it, then it's going to be difficult to determine the true potential of that idea until you get to the point where maybe it's too late or maybe it was wildly successful. So anyway, that's next, uh, that's next week's um, episode. This week is about the mindset uh, I will try to incorporate more of this um, mental training stuff because I'm fascinated by it. Um, seeing my daughter go through it, I'm likely to um, go down the path of becoming studied in it and become certified in mental training and not necessarily to teach it and make money doing it, but to just have that knowledge um, to add to my repertoire and to add to my toolbox so that when I am working with athletes, I have that in the, uh, I have those skills that I've acquired to help in that area. So thanks again for tuning in and uh, I will catch you guys later. And thank again, uh, feel free to like subscribe and share this with others that you might find uh, might think this is interesting and I will talk to you guys later. Thanks.